Well, what is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? And welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller. And it's another great week to be alive. It's another great week for Mando Talk. And joining me is our new co-host. You got him last week. He's back again this week. Zach Horvath, looking mighty fresh with that Mando Talk hat on. Oh, yeah. Hot, hot. You know, what up, everybody? Uh, again? I'm happy to be here. You're going to be seeing me more. You thought I was lying. I ain't. I'm back, nah, baby. Let's no talk lies. some Star Wars. Let's get hype. Uh, we got some great topics today. I'm very yeah. excited to dig into it. We got a lot to talk about. Um, Dude, so, so much. Like, yeah, I was honestly kind of, and I, I used this word last week. We were talking about, I was feeling overwhelmed with new content coming out from yeah. Star Wars. I feel a little overwhelmed with the news this week, man. It just like hit like in the middle of the week again. Uh, we're yeah. just getting all these itty bitty kind of rumors and uh, discussion points popping up here and there, which is fine. It's great. It makes our job busy, but it's awesome. It's great to have another week to talk about all these things. And I can't wait to do it with Zach as always. Again, we got our Sith and jedi going on uh, oh, yeah. i'll always have the light-hearted the positive vibe takes zach might go down that dark side path sometimes yeah but sometimes we, fi we find that middle ground so you know yeah. we'll see we'll see where we land on some of these things this week uh but as always social medias at mando talk facebook twitter instagram uh check us out there but again discord we started discord last week we introduced it to you guys we really appreciate to those that have joined that discord we're starting to get it going and uh we would love to have as many people as possible so check out that discord link that's in the description click that link you'll be taken straight to our discord community channel whatever you want to call it uh and there you get to uh have some chats with us you get to roast us if you want to like Zach said last week, you can put me yeah. up there. You can yeah. debate with other Star Wars fans. Check it out. Check out Discord, man. It, and it's fr it's yeah. free. Like you, you just come on over. Like it's 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 just a really cool place and a safe place to talk Star Wars. Okay, no judgment. You just throw it out there. We're we're here to talk. Like that's why we do this. We want to talk to you guys more and more and and dig into it because that's all we're just nerds talking about star wars so absolutely um come on over and join our discord and clearly if you haven't been able to tell yet we love talking star wars at any given second of any given day so oh yes yeah. check that out <laughs> uh and then we talked about it last week as well we are first of all we are so thankful for those of you that checked out our youtube channel last week on our uh i guess reset restart a reboot reboot you might there you say. Go, with zach joining in on the mando talk crew we really appreciate the support that we got this past week i got so many like private messages uh calls texts uh from all kinds of people listeners family friends about how great the youtube channel looks how great last week's video was uh and i just want to say thank you to all of our supporters listeners that continue to make us feel good we really appreciate it. Yeah, th and thanks for uh, for being so kind to me as well. Uh, all the shouts, shout outs, and, and messages has been really cool. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I, I love this new look we got going on. Yeah. We're uh, we're gonna be evolving, ever evolving. So 
trying to make it better and better for you guys. Um, so yeah, more, more, more coming up, right? Kelly? Right. And one of those things that we're doing to make it better for you guys is we are going to host a live watch party for the bad batch premiere on the special day of may the 4th 8 p.m central time that's the perfect time slot for us and again we know that's later in the day uh on that may the 4th date and bad batch is going to be out and available for you throughout that day so it's possible that you will see it more than once but that's okay come and watch it with us a second third fourth infinitely many times with us uh on that live stream on youtube and again, in order for you to do that, or I guess conveniency for conveniency's yeah. sake, click the subscribe button and smash the bell. That way, as soon as we go live on that day, you know that we're doing it and you can click on your device wherever you're on and go straight to that hype, that awesome, great <laughs> video. Yeah, that's right. And and I want to point out um, – so we started doing these mini talks, um, you know, on, on YouTube. So if you hit the, hit the bell, you're going to see those as well. So maybe you don't catch the whole episode. That's okay. We got you covered with, with just snippets. And I know me personally, uh, when I listen to other people, I, if I don't listen to the whole thing, I'll just catch the snippets that I care about. So that's another reason to uh, subscribe. And again, I just want to echo uh, what Keller was saying real quick. The uh, the amount of support and, and, and views and shares, it's just been awesome on YouTube. Um, n- you know, no hate to our podcast community. No, we no, love no. you guys as well. <laughs> but it's just nights. We're trying new things. We want to keep growing. So uh, it's nice. Keep sharing. Tag us, comment, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, guys, now that we got all of those good things uh, out of the way up at the top, we get to talk Star Wars yet another week. We teased it on the top. There's a lot of itty-bitty things uh, here and there, some bigger than others. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to see how long it takes to get through this. Uh, hmm. But I'm going to have a ton of fun doing it, as always. So, off the top, we are going to talk about some, I guess, actor, actress kind of news or rumor or possibilities that could have happened. Uh, we're going to talk about that on the top in the first piece of actor kind of news here comes from Stellan Skarsgård you may have known this guy from Thor for me that's what I remember him the most from is the Marvel universe he pops up in Thor but I also think he pops up in a couple of the other films in there he's in Avengers he's in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean um, and I mean a bunch of stuff this dude's this dude's legit he's legit Uh, he was discussing why he took the role in Star Wars Andor. Now, before I even read the quote, though, for some reason, I completely forgot that this guy was in Andor. So I'm super excited for that because he is talented. So let's read this quote here. He was talking with the Daily Beast, and he had the following to say about Rogue One and the show Andor. He says, as you know, they'll shoot me if I say anything. That's hilarious. I can't even get a proper script. It's printed on red paper, so I can't make any copies of it. It's ridiculous, but when I saw Rogue One, it had much more atmosphere and seemed a little more mature, and that was Tony Gilroy, who's the showrunner on this one. So hopefully this one will be a little more than plastic people falling over. So 
He's obviously having some fun here. I think he's really enjoying being added to the Star Wars franchise. And I always love to see that from actors, actresses. We've, we've always said that, yeah, they're there primarily to do a job. But I do think a lot of times that these actors, performers really enjoy being in this fandom until the fandom gets crazy, at least. Uh, but what he what this quote or what this got me thinking about was Rogue One and how that could possibly affect our expectation level for Andor. Now, the part in that that makes me really think heavily is when he says uh, that Rogue One seemed a little more mature. Is he leaning toward or giving hints that Andor might be darker? What do you think, Zach? 100%. Um, And it's exactly what I want to hear. We need, we need, all right, here we go. Here I go again. We need it to be, as uh confident as marvel in the sense of take some risks get a little darker right get a little make a comedy do whatever you know i need i i don't want to stay in a box now i agree with you where i don't want it to turn into marvel where they're just kicking out stuff to kick out stuff and it gets really risky that it's gonna suck and i don't want that so but i don't want it to have to be you know the same old thing with the the seriousness or the um what's the word kind of cliched star wars yeah yeah which what you think about like i want it to get darker i want to get gritty and what a chance to take that risk with andor because Mm -hmm. uh the environment the atmosphere of what's going on in that world at that time lends itself to this darker tone it really does and i think it's been a while since I've watched it, but back in December, I believe when they did Investor's Day, they released like a sizzle reel for Andor where they showed some concept art and things like that. It seems very interesting, and it seems like it is definitely lending itself toward uh, the darker tone. And mm-hmm. again, props to Tony Gilroy. He was heavily involved with Rogue One, and it's very exciting to me to have him on board as the showrunner for and or I, I do think that leads leans itself heavily toward being darker because admittedly i i think rogue one is the darkest star wars movie i think well yeah. i don't know revenge of the sith is pretty dark i i still <laughs> i think in overall uh-huh well you know i don't know Ooh, I don't maybe know. most mature well okay. maybe that's a better word more mature because I don't know, it's it's pretty dark. <laughs> okay, so let's do this then, because I always default to this. You guys watching or listening, you let us know which one's yeah. darker, Rogue One or Revenge of the Sith. You or is it or is it mature? Comments. Mature. There you yeah, go. Yeah, come on, mature or is it darker? T- tell us who's right. Come on, just, yeah. Just throw it in the Absolutely. comment. Be like, Absolutely. yeah, Zach's right. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait to see uh, Stellan in the star Wars universe. He's extremely talented. Thought that quote was super cool uh, to show his excitement level for coming in, but also maybe giving us a hint as far as the tone of Andor. All right. Next on the, I guess, actor, actress kind of news rumor uh, possibility with this one is that in the rise of Skywalker, we almost got an appearance from Judy Dench. Now I know Judy Dench from bond from 007, Daniel Craig. Uh, 
me personally, I can't think right now, at least of other projects that she's in, but she's very talented. I know I've seen her in other things, but I'm just not thinking of them right now. But anyway, Phil Saunders, a veteran concept artist that worked on Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, revealed that in an early draft of the film, she was going to be the designer of the Millennium Falcon. And for some reason, Ray was searching for this individual. And here's the direct quote in Saunders' tweet. He said, Ray finds her on yet another desert planet, of course, and her home would have been carved into the top of a spectacular mesa. Super interesting. Mm -hmm. However, I'm kind of glad that we didn't get this. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, think what you will about Rise of Skywalker. Um, this just seems like someone was sitting in a room and was like, you know what would be cool if Ray met the original designer? It's like, absolutely. yeah, that's cool. Um, it, it goes back to depends on situation, story, all that good stuff, right? Like maybe in that original design or maybe in that early draft, I should say um, it, it's a integral or integral integral. integral. There you go. Yeah, whatever. That's okay. I feel like I messed up that. Mess up yeah yeah whatever it is um <laughs> i feel like it's a uh, it could be a, a big deal right um but i'm not mad like I, yeah yeah it's if just anything, and, and look i'm 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 back at it again ooh, this week, there you folks. go dude Boom. i love that i love that man <laughs> um if anything i'm more upset about not getting her talent rather than that character fair that, that's um, fair i and i i catch myself doing that too because it's like a, oh man you know she's legit so yeah. it would have been legit but i don't know I just uh. never really thought like of all my star wars thoughts who's the designer of the millennium falcon is not something that's ever popped up into my mind until this came out honestly never ne um, i didn't even we didn't even consider it i'll be honest with you but to be fair now that i know this was something <laughs> i guess i am a little interested at least yeah yeah i'll throw <laughs> it in a book or something you know how they do do you think though that with the rise of skywalker the film that we have do you think mm -hmm. there was some way to incorporate that with what we have or do you think that like you said it was the very early draft and where they just got to something that was completely different hmm. I I want to say that it was just completely different. I, I, you know, we had 58 versions of this movie, so mm -hmm. there ain't no telling what the story was about. Here's what um, I just thought of. Very early in the film, when Poe damages the Falcon, mm -hmm. maybe Ray needed to find her in order to fix this thing for them to continue the mission. Maybe that's where it comes into play, but I don't see how it would be this like grand adventure to go find her on this new desert planet. I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't understand, or I don't know what would be so important that she has to seek her out and she's on this thing. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, it's just one of those things that's really fun yeah. to discuss. Uh, I'll always love to know or love to hear what the original ideas for films were, especially the rise of Skywalker. Cause we know everything that went into that. We know that Disney Lucasfilm kind of tried to fix the things that were set up in the last Jedi. And we won't go into that at least. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'll, I'll always want to know more behind the scenes regarding that film, especially the sequels. Uh, so this was really cool to see. And again, it's a great discussion point, but now 
let's get into some deeper conversation. I'm super interested in this next one because it's got to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show, the series on Disney+. Plus. Like I said last week, got to be my number one anticipated because I'm the Jedi of the show, while Zach's number one anticipated is the Acolyte. So Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series adds, and I hope I say this right, Maya Erskine to the cast and this is coming from deadline now deadline is pretty on the point as far as these announcements go yeah yeah so i am going to take this with like absolute fact at this point uh i don't I think really that's fair know, yeah i don't really know anything about her as far as a professional personally other than what was in this article uh she was she worked on insecure and scoob she performed in both of those as a supporting role um, and it's expected for her to be a supporting role in Kenobi for at least three episodes. Now, she was also nominated for multiple WGA awards and a 2019 Emmy for Hulu original comedy Pen 15. So very talented. I haven't checked out any of those things, though, that she's been a part of. But I am interested uh, in the quote from Deadline where it says at least three episodes do you think that might give us a clue as to how long this thing could run as far as the show goes uh you know i didn't think about it i took it at face value okay, okay. there's a new there's a new you know person on the cast great mm -hmm. very oh she was in pin 15 haven't watched it but i've heard great things but then when um when i was reading the show notes i was like dude you know, that's a great insight because I didn't even think about it. Um, yeah. And and to answer your question, yes, I do think that it gives us a little bit of insight into the length. Now, it doesn't give us a number per se, but it does give us if she's supporting role in at least three episodes, then I'd like to think there would be at least double that. Right. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm purely speculating. No, but, I like that. And um, I think if she were more heavily involved, then she would have been in the original cast announcement. 100%. So um, I do think that lends itself to being longer than what we initially thought, because I know a couple months ago, a lot of Star Wars reporters and news sites out there were thinking, Kenobi's only going to be four episodes. What's wrong with the script? Yada, yada, yada. Everyone was going crazy. But with this saying at least three episodes, I'm at peace. I feel good. I feel like we're at, like you said, at least six episodes. The six to eight right. range is probably going to be that number. Mm -hmm. We've seen that from The Mandalorian with eight episodes per season. We've yep. seen the six number as recently as from another IP, though, Marvel with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Six, six is an okay number. Give me I'll, more than six. That's all I'll say. Um, I would be disappointed with four. <laughs> I would be I would be disappointed, disappointed in, in four. That's a freaking mini series, and I don't want that. I want no. a daggum show. Um, if you're gonna put Obi-Wan Kenobi as our as our name, like yeah. come on, we need at least eight, in my opinion. Um, but I would love 10. It all goes back to story, blah, 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 blah. You're gonna hear me say that a lot today, I think. But um, man, I it, again pure speculation, but I'd like to believe that. Obviously, it's at least four, right? I mean, yeah. 
You would, I mean, it's not going to be three. We know I'd that. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think so. Come on. Yeah. I just, I want it to be at least six. I, I personally just want that because yeah. that gives us time. You know, the first episode, blah, blah, blah. What's happening? Two, three, four, five. All right. And then six finale. Right. Um, that's right. what we're seeing with Falcon Winter Soldier. It's working great for them. Knock on mm -hmm. wood. And I, I want to see them do it with Obi-Wan. Now, one thing, though, that if they're going to go the six episode route, they better replicate this. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is putting out 50 to an hour minute. Episode. 100%. Great point. They do not. The Mandalorian, it's okay for them to put out an occasional 38, 40 minute episode because they're they got more episodes. But if they're yeah. going to go smaller number, you best believe I'm going to be disappointed if it ain't at that 55 minute and higher yeah. mark. Don't give me that freaking 27 minutes now. I need no. at least 45, above 50, you know? Like, yeah. come on, we we got room to breathe. Y'all take as much time as you need. Mm -hmm. Give us a director's cut if we need to. Don't care. Keep it long. Give us a Snyder cut of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Make absolutely. it like 28 episodes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would take it. I would absolutely yeah. take that. Uh, do you... So kind of getting to my final thoughts here with this news. Mm -hmm. Do you have any predictions behind what kind of role she might be playing? I know that's kind of hard to do with mm -hmm. what we know um, so far, but and I don't even have an answer to that. I'm just putting you on the spot. Complete speculation <laughs> here. I think she's going to be more important than we know. Um, that's completely off the cuff, yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I think uh, I think she's gonna be somewhat important. Um, okay. I just you know put that on the radar for when we watch it, and then we can go back and be like, no, she was. Yeah. But I think why would you go after a uh, a person like this with apparently enough talent? Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to think that she'd be pretty important. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, now I, I was just thinking, Jacob, brother, um, mm -hmm. he was very heavily hinting at wanting to see like a group of Inquisitors chasing after Kenobi. Why not just mm -hmm. add her to the list? She might be one of them. Who knows? I'll just throw that out there for Jacob. I'm Completely sure fair. I mean, who, who's to say not, right? Um, maybe she plays a major role with them. I I don't know. Um, but like I said, I think she's going to be somewhat important, especially mm -hmm. with them saying at least three episodes. Yeah. Um, I, that gives her somewhat of a storyline, I'd like right. to think. I mean, so, that's, that's almost like Grief Karga in The Mandalorian. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, and I mean, like you said, they're going to, if it's an important role, they're going to get that talent and they got exactly. that talent. So, yeah. she's going to play an important character. I just have no clue who it's going to be right now. We'll see eventually. We'll see eventually. Yep. Okay, here we go. We're back to this topic. I feel like <laughs> we did this a month ago. Oh, we but, did. But it came up. It came up this week. Ryan Johnson, this interview that's continuing on forever and ever and ever and ever that we're getting detail after detail from. Soraya Wilson, she must have done an incredible job on this interview because I mean, he's getting tidbits <laughs> like every other week. Yeah. Uh, but – Ryan Johnson in this interview said that he has reached out to Dave Filoni regarding directing an episode of the Mandalorian and quote unquote, he is dying to direct an episode of the Mandalorian. But right now his focus is completely on knives out too. So it's a scheduling 
issue. So we've said this before. We've asked this before. Do we want to see Ryan Johnson direct an episode of The Mandalorian? Zach, I'll let you answer first. Yeah. Uh, freaking give it to me, please. Um, get y'all. If you watched our other episode, go check it out. Big Ryan Johnson guy. Okay. Maybe he didn't stick the landing last Jedi. Hard thing to do, right? Hard thing to do. But Knives Out's amazing, by the way, if you haven't seen that. Um, it's really good. But just giving him time to breathe and, and do his thing on a TV show. He's done it before. He's proven himself on TV. Um, I'm sure it would be a weird, crazy episode. Like, because mm. that's what he does for some reason. Well, you think about Breaking Bad, his uh, episodes. Uh, exactly. I mean, crazy, show. weird, but... Weird. I don't forget them and they're very important to the characters um, normally. So I think that he could kill it. Um, mm -hmm. I want to see it and going back. I want to see it because I want him to stick to Laney because I want to see his movies. Cause I want star Wars, the people to love him. It all, it's just a, it's just a, a vicious circle. I, I want this right. thing to start rolling in the right direction. And like you said, uh, you know, Soraya is that how you say it Soraya Wilson Soraya, I believe that's how you say it she's killing the game she's in this report it. like they must have had a six hour long interview because she's just <laughs> dropping bombs like weekly like hey we'll just hold off till next week boom it's like okay um cool and also uh before we get off me if I'm Ryan Johnson you better believe I'm calling it Dave Filoni and being mm -hmm. like hey get me on a freaking episode of Mandalorian you know what I can do yeah I want to make things right. You want to make things right. Let's do it. You know, um, I, I think it's just a, here's the thing. It could be a win-win, right? Mm -hmm. He does it. He kills it. Everyone's like, oh, wow, he can actually do something good because you know how people are. Uh, what have you done for me lately? But if he doesn't, they just go, ah, I hated that dude anyways. He screwed up Last Jedi. He screwed up Luke Skywalker. And then they just hate him again. So <laughs> let him okay. do it. So what's your take? You brought a, you talked about a lot of things there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I, I love it. But there's like a lot of different things in there that we could unpack. For one, oh, yeah. here's the one thing that I'm thinking about off the top, and we'll see where this discussion goes. I'm okay with Ryan Johnson directing an episode. Put his weirdness, his traits, his things <laughs> on the episode. Do not let the man touch a script. Let Favreau and Filoni keep doing their thing. No, oh, man, come on. Don't let Ryan Johnson touch the script, man. Don't do it. I'll take nah. that. Take. We'll go opposite. We'll go yeah. differing yeah, opinions, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, um, no, I like that. I don't want you to just agree with me. I'm but... okay with Ryan Johnson doing his trilogy. Like, we've talked about that. Mm -hmm. But Favreau and Filoni have displayed such an understanding of the Mandalorian in this time frame keep up with the formula keep letting favreau write the shows write the scripts bring in these talents to direct the scripts keep doing that don't go outside of that box just because ryan johnson wants to do it and that's fine ryan johnson is talented enough to put that request in if i was that talented i would say let me write the script and direct it i promise i'm good enough to do it you should let me do it okay i get that but just keep the formula going. And Ryan Johnson, if he can't understand that, then maybe they just shouldn't do it. I don't know. I mean, I think you're right, dude. I think you may have swayed me here in this like five seconds because <laughs> the point you made about about Favreau and uh, Filoni doing what they're doing, mm -hmm. I think I have to agree with you on that. Like, what if it ain't broke? You know, 
Don't fix um, it, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I may agree with you on that one. And and I think it was specifically about directing, right? Right, it, that's true. So the fact that he didn't even bring it up, well, at least that we know of, um, I yeah, think. Two weeks later, we'll hear what he said. <laughs> writing his own episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think uh, – I think he realizes what's going on with Mandalorian. And I really think Favreau and Filoni are treating it like their baby, which they should and keep doing that. Um, so I, I think I agree with you. Hmm. Okay. Well done. That's, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, man, there was other things that I wanted to say too, but for some Sorry. reason, I'm, no, you're, again, you're great, man. Uh, but say, uh, while I'm kind of stuck here mentally, I did want to bring up our poll that we had regarding this topic. Okay. I didn't really know what to put this number on as far as over under goes uh but i put out a poll on twitter so again follow us on twitter if you have not already so you can participate in these polls at mando talk the poll said over under 30 percent ryan johnson directs an episode of the mandalorian or any other favreau filoni produced show 50 50 is what we got on the poll of like, course, right? That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> that doesn't tell me anything where we're at. So I need you guys to get over there on Twitter and participate in those things so we can get some good numbers on that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it tells us that it's exactly where we thought, where everyone's split. <laughs> yep. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan Johnson, he is extremely talented. Do not get it twisted. I would love to see him come and direct an episode of The Mandalorian because, again, knives out, like you said great movie Love and he wrote it movie. he wrote he it he wrote the last <laughs> jedi as well and i guess that he wrote be, it that would be my rebuttal <laughs> behind that <laughs> um but yeah he's why a great you, director why do you put the dogs in the, the casino ryan ah <laughs> come on yeah. questionable <laughs> for the horses <laughs> whatever the crap they are <laughs> sorry questionable decisions <laughs> but yeah he's a great director i'm okay with him directing an episode don't touch the script, bro. Don't touch the script. I, I think that's all that I have to say about that currently, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Ryan Johnson comes up. It, it seems like every Star Wars conversation, somehow somebody tries to connect it back to Ryan Johnson. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, the Mandalorian. This is Mando Talk, by the way. We got some Mandalorian rumors, man. It's about time. It's about time that we get some Mando details. Uh, the Mandalorian the rumors regarding shooting and possible plot lines have surfaced from Bespin Bulletin. And Bespin Bulletin, I'll give him this great account on Instagram. If you do not follow Bespin Bulletin on Instagram, do it. I would honestly say I can't think of the last time that this dude was wrong about something. So this is pretty on point uh, for my personal opinion. So <laughs> I mean, if it's not on point, don't come at me. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, no. So the train yard location in Los Angeles where the Book of Boba Fett was filming is now empty. And so what Bespin is saying is that this indicates that the Book of Boba Fett has wrapped filming in that location, but principal photography is not over yet. So this indicates that five months later, the Book of Boba Fett is still in production. So I guess he's pulling in Book of Boba Fett stuff inside this Mandalorian info uh, because it is going to affect the Mandalorian shooting. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But let's pause there. Let's just talk about Book of Boba first before we get into the Mandalorian specifically. With us getting them working on the Book of Boba Fett for this long, 
does that maybe make the four episode number again that was floating around with book of boba fett mean that it's longer than that now like more than four episodes because i mean a five month production is pretty long uh all things considered now covid might have had an effect on that mm-hmm. but what do you think with this length of production that they're still doing book of boba because we know back in december Favreau was on good morning america and he was talking about how they were fixing to start after the holidays they're going to start production on book of boba does this indicate to you that book of boba is going to be longer i i feel a little different on this one just because I have a feeling that if it is four episodes, they are going to be hefty in Long. terms of a length. Yeah. Um, that's my only different take than I had before that. Um, I don't know. I still don't understand the thread they're trying to pull on with book of Boba Fett. I don't know if it's its own thing. Is it a one shot? Like I, you know, I, yeah. I don't really understand that specifically. Um, yeah, that's unclear. And currently on the surface, I'm going to roll with it. It's just a one-shot thing. Okay. But we'll see. Just a, a limited series. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you might be right. And if that's the case, then the four-episode number, maybe that does make sense. However, um, I, you know, it is a great point to bring up that, man, that's a pretty long time to shoot in terms of you know shooting these things so yeah a television uh, show yeah and for four episodes right Mm -hmm. so because again that was it i don't i don't know why this number keeps floating around maybe somewhere along the line somebody heard that four episodes for a star wars disney plus show is happening and i think that's gotten tacked on to kenobi it's gotten tacked on to book of boba yeah uh so who knows uh as always, give me more content. I'll take it in. I love to do that. But one thing, we talked about uh, Corey Van Dyke of Kessel Run Transmissions uh, timeline last week, schedule mm-hmm. for Star Wars projects. I think he said Book of Boba from December to February. Uh, he had a bunch of, yeah, he had, That's a, he long. Had a, yeah, he had a, uh, he had a long time in there. I remember we talked about it. We're like, oh, goodness. yeah. So I am going to go, I expect eight episodes as well. I think they're going to go with the same number um, just for consistency, maybe in the Mando verse as we're dubbing mm-hmm. it here. Um, who knows? But let's connect this to the Mandalorian. Cause I said, when I introduced this topic, we're going to talk, about, talk Mandalorian. about Mandalorian, but in order to understand where we're coming from with this, with the Mandalorian, we had to talk about that with the book of Boba Fett. It's shooting, it's filming, it's production has lasted longer than at least I expected. Uh, We're still doing that currently. So this is how it affects the Mandalorian because obviously it it doesn't take too much to put these two together. Favreau and Filoni can't work on the Mandalorian if they're too busy working on the book of Boba Fett. So how is this going to affect the Mandalorian being pushed out? Obviously it's production is going to be pushed back. So I don't know if it's going to make the spring or i think it was spring the the last week's schedule that we talked about spring of 2022 i don't know if it's going to make that release date if they haven't started shooting it yet and on top of that pedro pascal is fixing to start doing the last of us and according Mm -hmm. to that rumor he had top priority on the last of us so that shooting that takes priority over the mandalorian for pedro so Mm -hmm. 
is the Mandalorian kind of in trouble as far as shooting goes? Is it getting pushed back? I say no, um, because three reasons. Number one, who's to say, you know, Filoni and Favreau can't do both? Um, I, I know they, they probably don't want to, but who's to say they can't? Number two, with the Last of Us stuff, um, freaking hyped for that, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I cannot wait. That's one of the best games I've ever played. If you haven't played it, check it out. Um, and he's top billing or, or top priority or however they worded it. Whatever right? that word um, I can't remember what it is. So hot take, spoiler alert. You don't need Pedro Pascal to film Mandalorian. You don't. So, so that's my second reason. Number three is I think spring is enough time to do it. Um, mm. I, I think if they start pretty soon, I will say mm. that. If they start pretty soon and get things going um sure i think they will i think they can hit the spring but the last of us is just kind of throwing me for a loop there i forgot all about that so you just brought it up and i think they're filming that like now or 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 pretty soon i think so i think that's what i read but i also Mm -hmm. read and i think we reported this like a month or two back that the mandalorian was rumored to start shooting in early april where we're in late april at this point um so if it ain't shooting, then yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. We'll see. Maybe, but maybe you're right in that Filoni and Favreau are working on both projects, yeah. projects at the same time. Well, we haven't heard or seen or anything from them, right? From Mandalorian. Oh. So oh. that's weird. That is weird to me, by the way. Okay. We're getting so- all these set leaks. We're getting all this blah, 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 blah from Andor. We're getting Book of Boba Fett stuff. What? is happening with mandalorian great question man let's know what you think you yeah just let's made know me what you feel think nervous dude yeah i don't know dude that queasy feeling please don't ruin mando man yeah i don't want to see know. it <laughs> don't rush it though don't rush it true like hey and i'm okay we talked about it last week if you want to put it out in the fall winter months if you need to push it back please do please yeah, do just push it we've learned that from video games talking about video games <laughs> push it Please don't yeah. don't give us a coming in hot bowl crap. We would need some <laughs> we need some good quality content. Yes, we do. Now there it, here's the rumor that came from Bestman Bulletin regarding the Mandalorian. Apparently, a Wookiee is going to be appearing. Don't know where that came from, how he got this information, but do we think maybe he could go to Kashyyyk? Man, I would be so excited to see Kashyyyk again. That's the home planet of the Wookiees. Uh, I'm trying to think maybe could it be Chewie? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? But it's exciting that a Wookiee could possibly yeah. be in season three. This gets me more hype than anything on this list. Ooh. I don't know why, but when I read this and I looked, you know, we were talking about the rumors and stuff. Um, dude, yes. Give it to me. Give mm-hmm. it to me. Wookiees need more love. Hashtag Wookiees need more love. Because, dude, dude they, do. they are awesome. They are amazing. I want to see it in Mandalorian. Give it to me. I come on. Like they are incredible. The story and the planet and it, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Go to Kashyyyk. Now, Give it one, to me. One thing that I had always had talked about that I thought we could see in the sequels was giving Chewie like the moment of all of my best friends have passed on. I can no longer do my life debt thing and go back to Kashyyyk mm-hmm. uh, to live out the rest of his days. Obviously, we didn't get that, uh, but I do still think that going back to Kashyyyk is always a possibility. 
And it would be a, a planet that matches perfectly with set pieces that they've used before. Obviously, they have that backdrop. I, for some reason, I'm blanking on that name. Oh, the, oh, uh, oh! Uh, what they use, like the the, the big screen technology. Oh my god! For some reason, I'm dropping. I'm blanking on, on it too. The dome or something. Oh, what was it called? They have that technology in order to recreate Kashyyyk if they needed to. Uh, so. I don't want to put money on it. I don't know what number percent to put on it, but I'm going to lean toward maybe we could go to Kashyyyk, and that just might be the Star Wars fandom in me putting that out there. Let me know. If you think that a Wookiee being in Season 3 of The Mandalorian is indication that we're going back to Kashyyyk, jump down in the comments and say, Caleb, you're absolutely right. We're going to Kashyyyk in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Did you figure out what that room was called? I think it's called Stagecraft. Is that what they call it? I think that's just the, um, I think that's right. just like the process. Oh, ooh. <laughs> it's like some fancy room. I, I don't know what are reason they freaking I'm blanking call? on okay. the name. Formerly called Stagecraft. Okay. So, oh, the volume. That's what it is. The volume, 100%. The volume. Yeah. Um, so and I know there's a listener out there like, it's the volume. Yeah, for the past <laughs> minutes when we were trying to figure this out, they weren't. So, even hey, don't listening. worry, they weren't <laughs> we even listening it. to my Kashyyyk pitch. They no, like, they're just yelling at us <laughs> the volume, the volume. But, uh, yeah, yell at oh, us and, on Discord. Oh, yeah, yell at us. Um, uh, but one another thing I wanted to bring up about Kashyyyk before we leave, um, I believe it's in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Kashyyyk, I think yeah. you go to Kashyyyk and it is an awesome level, like it is. It gives me even more like, come on, I want more Wookiees. Yes. Come and on. it would be great to see a Wookiee standing beside that Mandalorian armor. For some reason, that just pleases the eyes. Like, well, they're just awesome, dude. They're give just, it to us. I don't know why I like Wookiees so much. <laughs> Same, <laughs> I don't know. My, my little Yorkie looks like a Wookiee. Oh, hey, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yes, man i've been practicing the first thing that i ever tried to do as far as impressions go for star wars was yeah. a wookie noise and i got made fun of so hard because it sounded nothing like, like a wookie oh wow, that was been good practicing dude. It ever since <laughs> I, I like looked over my shoulder like, right no <laughs> no i was just pressing a soundboard button here that's oh, what it was. <laughs> oh okay makes more sense okay no. let us know what you think of a could the book of boba fett push back the production of the Mandalorian, meaning that the release of the Mandalorian could be pushed back and B let us know what you think about a Wookiee showing up in season three of the Mandalorian that I cannot wait to get information on. And before I move on to the next topic though, that just made me think of something. Mm. We do have May the 4th coming up. Do you think we'll get a tease for yes. book of Boba? Yes. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. <laughs> I think this, all right, this is going to be a weird, not a weird take, but we haven't really talked about it yet. And this is, again, for speculation. I think it's going to be huge May the 4th. How big their investor day was about Star Wars. I think mm -hmm. this May the 4th is going to give us a lot of information. Um, they're, of course, going to do their their marketing, go buy all our shirts and all that crap that they always do. But yeah. um, I think it's going to be a big one. I mm. have no reason to think that except for I, I – if I'm them, I want to keep this machine and push going or this push going mm -hmm. for Disney Plus, um, yeah. where everyone's buzzing about it still for for Marvel, but also Mandalorian, which is you know still the biggest show on earth um, at the end of the day uh, when it's on. So 
I think they're going to keep pushing that. You're going to see some Book of Boba Fett. You're going to see. Did we see Obi Wan teaser? Ooh. Did we see Obi Wan teaser? Because they're filming now. Is that right? Yes, they are. So do we see like a like a just a up oh, there? He is. Boop. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we do, but and I don't. Know. At least I think at least an update regarding release dates maybe is warranted. Um. I think it just might be my personal opinion right now, but I think we're creeping into fans are going to start getting antsy here. If we don't get just some form of update for these and, shows. And maybe that's why I think it's going to be such a big May the 4th because it's kind of been lull, yeah. not LOL, but L U L L. So I, I think it's going to be a, a good, I think it's gonna be a good day. I hope and plug. Mm -hmm. what, what are we doing on that day? Oh, um, I think we're having a live watch party. Boom. That's right. Uh, live watch party. Talk about the Bad Batch. Yep. But hopefully we might be able to talk about some teasers or something. Yeah, maybe we can hop on a little earlier or something. I, I don't know. Um, I, I just, <laughs> I know it's going to be a good day and watch Bad Batch. Come watch it with us. Eight o'clock. Like I said, it, we did it at that time because it works for us, but also it gives everyone a chance to, you know, get in front of their TV and watch with us. Mm -hmm. So, um, if anything, just come and hang out, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we do have one last news piece here. I can't really add a ton to this because I've never played these games, so let's just go ahead and dive into it. Jason Schreier reveals that the Knights of the Old Republic game in development is a remake from Aspire. I believe that is the correct production company. So, Zach, have you ever played KOTOR? I have not. Um, surprisingly enough, I, I never, I never have, um, I have downloaded it onto my PC before, I believe, but I just, it's one of those games that you got to kind of dive into, um, yeah. and, and, and really get in. And I, I just didn't, I, I don't know why. Um, so that gets me even more excited that this is potentially a remake and yeah. I want it, I don't want it to be one so I can, I can really get in there and, um, give us the new graphics, the new, you know, updated everything. That way, when people reference things from Nice Little Republic, I can know what the crap they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But experience it as well. No, so, no I haven't ever answer, or ever played it. So. Yeah, yeah, and I have not either. And I was I was telling Zach before the show, uh, that time frame, Knights of the Old Republic, all, all of that really is one thing that I probably feel absolutely zero confidence in as far as discussing on the podcast but i always love bringing it up because i know there are diehards out there and i completely respect it and i understand it because from what i have heard the story in that thing is incredible and that like all, so many people say it's their best piece of star wars like yeah like like a lot of people say that and if you're getting people saying that as frequently as they do it's not i I wouldn't take it with a grain of salt. I would take it, you know, at face value. Like, right. Oh my gosh, this thing's legit. Yeah. And I think one of the pieces that makes that story so strong is the character Revan. And we have a new rumor out there regarding Revan. Uh, I believe, again, this is coming from Kessel Run Transmissions uh, that Revan is going to be in the acolyte in the form of a hologram. Just a real quick scene but to tease up the potential that he's going to get his own show on Disney plus again, I can't really add a ton to that discussion because I don't know 
as much about Revan as others out there do, and I know I won't do the character justice. Other than I'll say this, I would be all in on seeing that because I love the character, uh, at least the look of the character. I can't sit here and say I love the character from beginning to end because, again, I don't know that much. So you inform us, listeners. Hop over to Discord and inform us of the character Revan. Let us know why we should love him or maybe why we shouldn't like him as much as the fan base seems to like him. But here is a question that I feel like me and you can add a little bit more to. Are we happy to see that EA is no longer exclusively working on the Star Wars franchise? 1,000%. Okay, elaborate on that. Because I know you're the video game guy. Well, it's just like, all right, to me, it's common sense. You put a hundred people in a room, you're gonna get different ideas. You put one person in a room, and eventually you're gonna be like, all right, I'm sick of this dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so why not let these talented developers and artists do their thing with Star Wars? You talk about a sandbox. It goes back to Dave Filoni and and Favreau. They have they've created these things they dreamt about. I know, uh, was it Robert Rodriguez where he did mm-hmm. that like home film, which was incredible. And they're just yeah. having fun. Like that's, come on, it's a video game. We get to play as these people. You don't even get to watch them. You get to play and make these decisions and use the force and lightsabers. Let the people play because as consumers, I'd like to think, it's going to open up so many more avenues for playability for things we've never thought of before. Like, Oh man, that, uh, that's a crazy kind of, you know, um, backwards story or, Oh, you know, um, I'm just hype. I'm just hype for it. I'm happy to see that. I know it's, I'm getting a little deep into the weeds of, of video game stuff, no, but you're good, man. Like I, I still am hype over it and I can't wait to see what people can do with this because there are some amazing games out there and they've already announced some of the players that are already diving into star Wars. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I mean, boom, banger, as you could say, banger, 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 banger. Like, I mean, I'm just hyped. So the answer to your question, yes, I'm so happy. It's not just EA because EA. mm, All right. Yeah. I'm hyped. Uh, yeah, EA, EA is just in my book. Like, <laughs> okay, fair. Sorry. Well, I do believe BA uh, listeners mm-hmm. of the show know who BA is. It, it's been a while since he's been on, but he's still around. He's still hanging tight. Um, BA is not a fan of EA at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, he would be very excited with this news. Now, for me, because again, I'm not the biggest gamer, I haven't personally had too many issues with. Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Squadrons, I loved. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I loved. So I haven't had too many issues with EA as much as others out there have, but I recognize the issues, and I fold to the video game experts as far as when they say EA's not doing it right because I trust their insight rather than my, oh, if it says Star Wars, that's the game I'm putting in my console. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I trust others over myself on that. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk about one thing before we dropped it. Um, you brought up Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, so Respawn are, is the team that did that. Oh, it wasn't EA. So, 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 so. 
That's okay. what I was looking up. Um, I believe it was an EA game that Respawn did. Now, tell me if I'm wrong in the comments or tweet at me, whatever. Throw it in the Discord. However, I know I know it was an EA game, mm-hmm. but I know Respawn worked on it, and Respawn's talented. So that just proves my point even more that you get some new brains in there and people who know what they're doing, and you get games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Like, Great game. Incredible game. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of what you could do with Star Wars the property. Like, you don't even have to be Jedi. You can be, uh, you know, just random people in the world. Like, Andor, perfect example of that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just, it gets me hyped thinking about it. So, um, I can't wait yeah. to see. And I am very interested to see different uh, productions, companies get their hands, uh, pl- play with the toys in the sandbox, if you will. Uh, and see what that looks like it's very exciting to see that the video game opening up allowing other talented people to come in and to see what happens i think zach you nailed that on the head and again i'll defer to you as far as video game discussion okay so those are all of our big news pieces this week uh like we said at the top a lot of small things here and there some of those bigger than others obviously as soon as you hear ryan johnson that's a red flag everyone's gonna be paying attention uh as soon as you see the mandalorian that's usually a big news piece as well but like i said we had actor kind of news just rumors as far as previous possibilities for actresses coming in uh just a lot of different things this week and it's a great time right now to be a star wars fan because these small little things drive nerds like us crazy like we just spent almost an hour discussing all these small little things and i had an absolute blast so just Uh, imagine when we get like a super juicy one right (laughs) absolutely absolutely now a huge and we're not going to dive into it because I don't like doing this, a huge Bad Batch spoiler is out there online. If you are interested, those of you out there listening or watching are interested in seeing this spoiler, all you got to do is research it. Uh, it It's regarding a toy push that was out there that leaked online. And from that toy push, we got some hints as far as something that might happen to said something. I'm not even going to go there. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, no. Uh, yeah, hit the brakes, hit the brakes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to allow you to research that if interested. But that's a perfect segue for me to introduce next week's topic and our schedule moving forward. Next week, what we are going to do, since next week's episode is going to come out on May the 3rd, uh, what we're going to do is a Bad Batch prediction show. We're going to try to predict. We're going to put our thinking caps on for what we're going to see in that premiere. And then following that, the day after, we're going to get, we've hyped it up, the Bad Batch live watch party exclusively on YouTube on May the 4th at 8 p.m. Central Time Zone. Now, backtrack. Sorry, let me rewind. That May the 3rd episode is going to be 6 a.m. Central, like normal, uh, our podcast, normal time zone. So make sure you're checking that out like normal on YouTube Mm -hmm. or on podcast. But again, that Bad Batch live watch party exclusively on YouTube, 8 p.m. Central time zone, Central time, sorry. Uh, Subscribe (laughs) to our YouTube channel. Click the bell so you are notified as soon as we go live on that. And I cannot wait 
for those two things. You want to add anything to that before we get into like the final schedule thing that I have planned? No, I just, uh, I, I'm excited to talk about it, but it'll be a good, you know, prediction episode. And then boom, we get to watch the episode because I mean, you know, I'm sure you guys are going to watch it as soon as it comes out. And then you get to watch it all with us at the end of the night. We're going to have a little nightcap, you know, do some, do some great Star Wars conversation. Uh, we won't dig into it too much. Uh, yeah. We're going to kind of do just our first reaction and then go ahead. Yeah. Then we will do our <laughs> normal, like heavy spoiler discussion on both the premiere and the second episode, since we would then have time to see the second episode that will come out on Friday of that week. Uh, and that'll drop on our normal schedule on Monday at 6 a.m. Central Time, wherever you watch us on YouTube or listen to us, Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. So a lot of different stuff is going on with the Bad Batch. We got you covered. If you want a platform that's going to cover the Bad Batch heavily, we are that platform. So like I said, subscribe, like, rate, whatever you got to do, uh, hit the bell, all the things, all the things. Yeah. That you hear well, I know we're wearing you out, but it's just important to bring it up because it's, it's, it, that's what we're trying to do. We want to build this community up and, and have a place to talk and discuss. Um, and that's the fun thing about this. So YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, discord. Now look out, discord. go join the discord. I, I, again, we're, we're wearing you out with it. Go join the discord. It's awesome. It's fun. We're, we've, we're getting some more people in there. Uh, you know, we'll keep adding, keep adding. The more we add, the more conversation. It's just a, it's a, you know, exponential growth type of thing I want to see in the Discord. So you guys go join and uh, don't be afraid to share with your friends. Share the link, invite yeah. them, get them in there. Um, we, we, we invite all, and even if they've never seen Star Wars before, bring them in. Maybe we, maybe we can get them, you know, turned over. Um, so that's, a lot of good stuff going on. Absolutely. A lot, of stuff, a lot of good stuff. Absolutely. So we really appreciate, again, your support this week. We can't wait for the upcoming weeks. Again, May the 3rd prediction, May the 4th live watch party, and then May the 10th spoiler discussion on both of those episodes. We cannot wait to bring that coverage with you. And Zach, I can't wait for you to continue to be along for the ride with those discussions. And I appreciate you being here this week as well oh thanks for having me man uh i'm gonna like i said i'll be here when i can and uh i can't wait for the upcoming stuff i'll catch you guys in the discord we'll uh we'll get some discussion going and uh i can't wait to can't wait to go get it going we got a lot going on man yeah we do we have a ton going on and we cannot wait for every single second of it and we hope that you will join the ride as we do all of those things. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We hope that you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken.